0: Oh, Alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts flowing in mind. One, two, Will three. Welcome, welcome back to our Welcome back to show. Mm-hmm. And we that's back. Right. That work right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did our best. best. best? that's What's going on everybody, it's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Alright, so I got something resonating within me, I gotta get out of my chest. And, you know, once again, this is like, what, episode two of Me in the Barracks. And I really, hmm, you have a lot of time on your hands, you know what I mean? And when you have a lot of time on your hands, you tend to ask a lot of questions. And one of the questions that I asked this time around was, do you think marriage in the military is taken serious? And it was crazy. You know, it was more no's than yes. And because it was more no's than yes, I went on ahead and said, why do you think the divorce rate in the military is so high? And, you know, I got a lot. And once again, man, like I I can't stress this enough, but before you answer a question, listen and read the question. You you see what I'm saying? Before you answer a question, somebody asks, asks you a question, ensure that you have properly heard the question. And then when you answer it, ensure that you are answering it from your brain and not from your heart. And I have to stress that a lot because some of the answers, you know, you can tell that it comes from a place of insecurity. It comes from a place of heartbreak. It comes from a place of anger. It comes from a place of, you know, sadness. It comes from all of these negative things without any real logic behind it. It's just more so of what this person did to me. So I really, I, I can't stress that enough. Like if we're going to move forward throughout this week, First thing I want to just get off my chest is, is that when somebody asks you a question, you see what I'm saying? No, let me rephrase. When faced with an action, before you react, ensure that you pro- you take it in. Take in the action first and then react properly. But back to the military and marriage thing. So here we are, right? I ask this question. And people, you know, you know, they threw their replies back, you know, like deployments. Um, being in the barracks, getting married too young, not properly, you know, understanding the, the individual. And I, all of those are true. All of those are true. And before I say why I think, why I personally think that marriage in the military is always destined to not destined to fail. Why most marriages in the military fail. Before I answer that, I want to go on and say this real quick. Marriage in the military. Marriage period. Takes a certain level of effort between both parties. You know what I mean? It takes a certain level of effort between both parties. You can't come. This isn't a 60 40 deal. This ain't a 70 30 80 20. You both. Honestly, it's not even a 50 50. I have to bring 100 percent of me and you have to bring 100 percent of you. So that way we can make this marriage work. We got to do the shadow work. We got to ensure that, you know, the things that have caused our traumas are properly taken care of. This isn't one of those things and and I can't stress this enough, like a long, like a lasting relationship, like a healthy relationship. It takes both parties to put in some form of effort. And a lot of times you see so many relationships fail because one party is not willing to give that effort. You see what I'm saying? Or they, let me rephrase, they don't even know how to give the effort that the other person is looking for. They don't even know how to give the effort that is properly to nourish a relationship. And to be honest with you, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because many are learning from their parents. They're learning from their predecessors. They don't know how to do something because they were never taught it. They don't know what you're looking for because no one has ever showed them. They can't help you fix something because they don't even know what it is that they need to fix. Now, before I go into that topic, let's go back to what I originally uh, my original point. Why do I think it? And to be honest with you, when you take in marriage and such a complex relationship between two adults, And then you add the military into it. It's always going to be a recipe for disaster if if both parties are not willing to make it work. It's always going to be a recipe for disaster. And as I was diving deeper into why marriage didn't work, I started to realize that we also have a couple of other things that don't work, but we allow them to continue to, to allow them to continue to function. First. Marriage. Continues to keep failing in the military because you meet this person, right? You meet this person. Honestly, wait, wait. wait. Let's break down the military member first. When we join, you know, whether you're from the city, where you're from the country, wherever the fuck you're from, you're moved. And for a lot of us, that is the first time we are moved from our house it's the first time now when you graduate high school your friends that go off to college they're facing this exact same dilemma that you're about to face you get moved across the country you get moved to a different state you're not with your family you're not you're out of your comfort zone and during that move right you have to grow and the thing is is during that part right there we go through this thing called separation (laughs) you know like it's a separation depression And we don't realize what's happening to us because everyone else around us, it's happening to them as well. And then when you get to the fleet, you are around other people who have faced this exact same type of trauma. So it happens, the trauma happens, and then the healing happens right after that, if you really want to call it healing. Honestly, I think it's just putting a Band-Aid over a fucking amputation. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not really, we're just covering up a big trauma. But we have the community. We're in a community where we're used to that. So we just shrug it off. Now, we have the community. Our spouses, unfortunately, do not. So you take this person, you move them across the country. They go through the exact same thing that you went through. But the thing is, is that you can't help them because you did not know how to help yourself because others helped you get through it. And I promise you, if I'm losing you, I promise you, I'm going to bring you back soon. I'm going to bring you back soon. You got to really take this into consideration that a lot of times, like you bring your spouse across the country, right? This person is at the house all day. And the same way that we had to look through our phones to see our family members miss out on events, miss out on celebrations, births, deaths, etc. They grew without us and we grew without them. Their family is doing that, too. And then the thing is, is that the only thing that they have to cling on is you. But the problem is, is that you work. And the shitty part about that is, is, that a lot of us, we work those long ass hour MOS's. You know what I mean? Like them long ass hour jobs where you wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and your spouse don't see you till like, I'll say what, six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night. And then boom, here you are. You about to eat and go to fuck to sleep. Maybe you don't have one of those long ass hour jobs, right? Maybe you get off at like, I don't know, 4 p.m. You get off at 4 p.m. You go to the gym. You get to the house. It's about 7. You eat and then y'all go to sleep. You might have, I don't know, about like a two hour buffer. So for two hours every single day, they really get time to actually talk to you. Whole time they going through the exact same shit that you went through earlier in your career, but you don't even realize that they're going through it. And you don't even realize that they're going through it because when you went through it, it was just like a wave because everybody else was going through it. And you just were so preoccupied with everything that was going on within your life that you just ignored it. That right there, honestly, is one of the big reasons why most marriages in the military don't last. Not to mention that most of the time, like you get this 19 year old who, just really just got a taste of adulthood, and is already about to dive into a marriage, and fucking, you, you it, it's just always a recipe for that. And as I was unwinding that, you know, and just pulling back the peeling back the layers to the onion, I realized something. How many people I knew were divorced? Like I knew a lot of people in the military that were divorced. And I knew more people that were divorced than I did that were happily married. Honestly, it's a very rare thing to see somebody in the military that is happily married or is on their first marriage. It's really rare. And I didn't realize how rare it was because it was so common to see the divorce. It was so common to see somebody on their second marriage. It was so common to see this type of shit. And I'm pretty sure it's like that in other different places. But because I'm in the military, this is what I see on a regular basis. And what really bothered me the most is how how we treated it. Oh, so-and-so got married. Congratulations. Oh, so-and-so got divorced. It is what it is. We treat that shit like it's a fucking common cold. We treat that shit as if somebody just showed up late. Matter of fact, I take that back. We 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 care more about a motherfucker showing up late than we do the motherfucker that just got divorced. And then I realized. It's normal. You can't even get advice from your predecessors because to them, it's normal. Motherfuckers get divorced every day. Divorce happens at the and this is I hate I hate this saying. If the military wanted you to have a wife, then they would have issued one. Oh, God, you're a fucking idiot. But it's because we treat it like as if it's normal. And for those who don't know what normal is, the normal is conforming to a standard, usual, a usual, typical or expected. It's the baseline to something. Just because something is normal does not mean that it's okay. Speaking of things that we treat that are normal, depression being a functioning fucking alcoholic, being a shitty parent. And when I say shitty parent, being an absent parent, you know, a father that grew up without a father that's just trying to navigate through these trenches of fatherhood, doing the best that he can, but I tend to fall short at the wayside a lot. Because although my father, he was addicted to alcohol, unfortunately, I'm just addicted to my job. I miss so many things in my children's life. But I don't realize the detriment, the the consequences. I don't realize the impact that it's having because my sergeant before me had the same issues. My staff sergeant, he had that. I got Marines that have those exact same type of issues. It's normal, but it's not okay. And I really sat there, I really sat there and I started to peel back the onion of things that we think is that we treat normal, but they're not okay. They're not okay. Being a shitty leader, and this goes back into, you know, toxic leadership, the misdirection of toxic leadership. A lot of toxic leaders let people down because they were let down. And they were let down by people that were let down by their predecessors. And it, and the trend just happened. It just been happening. They treat it like it's normal. Oh, so-and-so ain't gonna be there for the birth of his child. It is what it is. We got a job. We deployed X, Y, and Z. It's normal. Hey, so-and-so just missed his anniversary. It is what it is. is. He'll have another one next year. That's not fucking okay. And this just isn't things in the military that I've noticed. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't things in the military that I've noticed. How we conduct ourselves within our daily lives we treat it as if it's normal, but the reality is, is that it's not okay. We've just gotten used to this type of behavior. How we parent in our child, children, we learn from our parents. And we think that because we learned it from them, that it was okay. But the reality is, is that they were just doing the best that they could with what they had. And some of the things, it just wasn't okay. It just wasn't Okay one of the new norms and and it always like really gets under my skin is the idea of like being in a toxic relationship. Like 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 we 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 you you see so many people and so many memes associated with the idea that you want to be in a toxic relationship. Like it's okay to have a toxic boyfriend or a toxic girlfriend. But the reality is is that that's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. If you haven't heard my um my episode, you know signs of love making, I talked about my relationship with a Scorpio. And that relationship would be glorified now, and as I look at it in hindsight, I realized that me and that person were so bad for each other, we just did not see it. Arguing, then just making up, just because, breaking shit, just to prove our love. Fighting, going back and forth. I told y'all like that girl was the first person to ever bust my nose. Like before I had ever started fighting, my nose got busted because of that motherfucker. But because this was the things that we grew up seeing. Because we seen our parents argue and make up because we are around people and this is the normal. We talk to people and they just like, like, that's normal. It's not. And it's not okay. I always talk about like how I I joined the military and I was able to break away from the path. And I always reflect back and talk about how my peers, you know, some went off to college and dropped out. Or some gave up their dreams and their aspirations. And the sad part about that is, is that a lot of people that I knew were very talented. But they gave up their aspirations because the thing that they were good at, they were told didn't make any money. How many people have been told that? How many people have went to college because for the sake of, not because they want to go to college and get a better education, quote unquote, but to get a good job? That shit's supposed to be normal, but the reality is, is that some of it's not okay. It's not okay. And the thing is, is that It's so hard to break away from the norm because everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is doing it. So when you try to break away from the norm, you feel like as if you're doing something wrong. You try to get out of this relationship and you know that it's bad for you, but everybody look at you like, damn, you're not going to put forth the effort. And then you're going, you know, and I get that. I, I get what I just said. Like, yeah, a marriage takes effort, but it takes a healthy effort. You know what a bad relationship look like. You know what a relationship that looks like that's not going anywhere. You know what a relationship looks like that's hurting both parties. But the thing is, is that we stick it out and we stand with this person. As a matter of fact, we take pride with the idea that we have just been with this person and that we're going to make it work, even though, even though we know that we're supposed to break it off. But because we've seen our parents stick with a toxic person, because we've seen our friends stick with a toxic person, we assume that it's okay. But the reality is, is that just because it's normal does not mean that it's okay. does not mean that. Just because some shit happened to you does not mean that it's supposed to happen to somebody else. We, in this generation, and I, and I, and I can't stress this enough, and what I love about it is that we've been breaking social norms for so long and we don't even realize it. I saw a mean that said that this is the generation that say, fuck that job. And I, and I love it that this is the generation now we're in that era now where we're realizing that the things that we love, the things that we fucking love can make money. We're, we're, we're breaking away from the norm where our parents sold us this bullshit that we need to go to college and get a good job. That's not it. We breaking away from this norm that I have to stick it out with somebody that's not giving me the exact same type of fucking energy. We're breaking away from this fucking norm that just because it happened to me that it means it's about to happen to you. We're breaking away from this norm. We're being better parents. We're being better leaders. We're being better fucking people. And I just as I close out this episode, like as I close out this episode, I really just want to say this one more time. Just because it's normal does not mean that it's okay. And just because you're the first one in your generation to do it, does not mean that you're wrong. You ain't a black sheep, you a pioneer. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind, available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.